Hi, and welcome to the Legal Marketing 2.0 podcast, where we examine the latest trends in digital marketing. I'm Tim Barron, and this podcast is brought to you by the team at Good To Be Social, a digital marketing agency for law firms. In today's episode, I chat with attorneys Kristen Tyler and Michael Brunette of LawClerk. LawClerk is an online marketplace connecting small firms with freelance lawyers. We talk about the emergence of legal marketplaces, including a discussion of law clerk and the upside for today's lawyers. All right, on with the show. Hi, Kristen and Michael. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Hi, thanks for having us on today. So you created Law Clerk to help solve a problem by creating a legal marketplace that really connects lawyers and law firms that need work. And I'd definitely like to hear about your entrepreneurial journey to get there and what Law Clerk is all about. But I want to talk a little bit first about the concept of marketplaces. You know, we've seen the emergence of legal marketplaces or platforms in recent years. And what does it really mean for the profession? The general idea is right now, especially in the last few years, especially, you've had somewhat of a, what we call an oversupply or overcapacity of legal talent in the market, meaning that you know there are more talented and qualified recent graduates, attorneys with a few years of experience, or you know attorneys with a much longer, more seasoned resumes, who for one reason or another are not working in the traditional law firm model that most of us grew up with. You know, the traditional model being graduate from law school, maybe you clerk for a little while past the bar and then become an associate. You kind of climb your way up the ladder of whatever firm you're in, be it a smaller firm, medium-sized firm, or larger firm. Eventually, you become a senior associate, then a junior partner, then a senior partner. And that's kind of the trajectory of your, your career from graduating from law school. Maybe that takes you 20, 25 years. What we've seen in the last few years is that model is kind of going away and that there are more and more talented people who graduate from law school. And for one reason or another, once they're with a firm, don't stay very long, move on to other things, or or some are not within the legal marketplace at all after a couple of years of practice. So we realized that, you know, there are so many of these people out there. They have the time. They have the ability. Their lifestyles, for one reason or another, don't fit into that traditional upper out law firm market. So we created LawClerk.Legal, which is a web-based platform, and the idea was to assemble these people together, give them a single point of reference where they could go to, and we would then market that to smaller firms, general practitioners, sole practitioners, firms where you might have a certain type of work or you might have a certain supply of work from time to time that isn't enough to keep you busy necessarily enough to hire a full-time associate or full-time manpower to do that type of work. From time to time, you need that type of help, that that specialized uh, area of expertise or or just another attorney to work on a matter for you on a temporary basis. And we thought, you know, wouldn't it be great if we had a marketplace where we could assemble all these talented freelance attorneys, and we call them law clerks, and enable them to work on a project basis for a sole practitioner or or someone who's in a one or two person firm that has, let's say, a particular matter that's outside their area of expertise, but they have just a particularly large case where they need some temporary help. And that's how we, we kind of came up with this concept of the marketplace. And, and we don't see the, the trend reversing itself. I don't think anyone kind of anticipates right now that we're going to go back to that traditional model where most law school graduates are associates and then part, junior partners and senior partners. We think this new model where people work when they want, where they want, how they want, on the matters that they want, kind of on a freelance or temporary basis for firms that aren't, don't necessarily have enough work to keep them busy full time. We kind of think that's going to be the, the wave of the future you know, going forward. How do you differentiate yourself from others in the marketplace? 
That's a great question. And I think that the simplest answer is that our marketplace is built to be a free market. It's not a staffing agency. So many of the other so-called legal marketplaces really are under more of the traditional model of what we know as staffing agencies. Our platform is built to connect attorneys with freelancers directly, and it's built to incorporate the feedback from that work to build ratings for the freelancers so that the freelance attorneys that do excellent, amazing, high-quality work are going to get multiple repeat business through the marketplace. And by nature, others whose maybe work product isn't as great will weed themselves out. Although I will say we have not had that problem so far. We've had tremendous quality of work product from our clerks in the marketplace. So it's really designed to incorporate the principles of the free market into this platform for attorney to attorney business to get work done. And it's just another way that the practice of law is truly evolving. We've also structured it so that it's a, it's a nationwide offering. You know, in your traditional contract attorney model, you deal with a staffing agency. The agency selects the attorney for you. The agency ships that person to your firm or, you know, to some remote location. Or working under the agency's supervision, they go through the auspices of the project. We don't work like that. Um, you know, lawclerk.legal, when we talk about attorneys registering on the site and, and putting up work, we're only open to attorneys. There's no staffing agency involved. There's no middleman. There's no agency acting as a middleman. We connect the freelance law clerks directly with the attorneys who want the work done. So they're directly under your supervision, which also allows us to offer this on a nationwide basis. We make sure that uh, the work that they're doing, they're acting in a paraprofessional capacity under your supervision. So you stay fully compliant. You have no ethical worries or concerns. They're acting under your supervision the way any other paraprofessional would. And we can offer to get work done for you regardless of where you're located because we have people all around the nation signing up to be our law clerks uh, to do that. Do you go out and find attorneys? And if so, like, what is that process? Like, if you could run me through from an attorney finding you or you finding an attorney and going through the process of being on your site, and, and I guess it's fully automated, right? It's fully automated. Yeah, that's correct. And there's really two channels for attorneys on the site. The first is for an attorney who wants to hire, a busy attorney who needs to hire a freelancer to help them on a project. And so the, the avenue for that is we are always going out talking with groups of attorneys, whether it's a big group, small group, solo, small, medium firms, really a firm of any size is a great candidate and getting them to sign up for an account in the marketplace. There's no fee to register. It takes about two minutes to sign up and create a profile. And once they submit their profile, we then verify they are, in fact, an attorney in good standing with their respective state bar. And once they're through that very simple, quick process, they are in the marketplace and able to post projects and hire freelancers. So that's route one for attorneys is the attorneys who need to hire. Now, the flip side to that are the freelancers, who in our system we call law clerks, even though they are all either BART attorneys or law school graduates. At this point, we are not allowing law students or anyone else in the legal industry in. So this is really attorney to attorney. Um, and the vast majority, I don't have the number in front of me, but you know, 90 plus percent of our so-called law clerks are licensed attorneys. So those are the two channels in which we're out talking to attorneys about the opportunity to be a part of the marketplace, whether they need some extra help and they need to hire, or maybe they're going through a slower time and they'd like to pick up a little extra work and they make a few extra bucks. So did you include both barred attorneys and attorneys who graduated law school but haven't sat for the bar yet or because you were finding that there were some work that needed to get done that didn't necessarily need a barred attorney? How does that work? There's absolutely work that can be done by 
a law graduate who's not a barred attorney in a paraprofessional capacity. And we can talk some more about the ethical rules that are very heavily considered in the site, but there is nothing that prevents an attorney from hiring a non-lawyer in a paraprofessional capacity to help with certain tasks, be it document review and summarizing. Certainly, you know, law school grads are excellent at research and briefing, you know, writing skills. So there's certainly a lot of work that can be done by a law school grad who maybe hasn't taken the bar yet for a variety of reasons that is open in the marketplace. And it's a great way to get additional work done for clients in a very cost-efficient manner. You know, in my other life, I was a uh, law firm librarian. And uh, the more and more technology became so available and right at your fingertips for doing legal research, the more and more my job became <laughs> less, <laughs> less, rele- less relevant because you saw right, right. Uh, law school grads just whizzes at uh, and other things, you know? So Yeah. You know, when I went to law school, the law librarian, there were, I don't know, six of them on staff in my law, law school's library, uh, University of Nebraska, go Huskers. But, uh, and certainly by the time I was finishing law school was when the online research tools were emerging. They weren't great at that time, but wow, they have come a long way. And it, that's just another way that we're seeing the practice of law truly evolve. And the days of bricks and mortar law firm with the big wooden desk and the piles of books really changing. And and certainly we don't have a crystal ball, but just with the way our entire society is moving and with technology, you can't help but think that our practice and this profession is going to be drastically different in 10, 15, 20 years. One thing that's really important when I chat with you about a legal marketplace and finding lawyers and lawyers finding you, is something that we talk a lot about here at Get to Be Social, which is branding, right? It's so important today for attorneys Regardless of where they work, if it's large law firms, if it's in a small firm, a mid-sized firm, or wherever, even the in-house counsel, to not just be uh, make sure that you are talking about and lifting up the firm or the company that you work for, but yourself also, right? Because that's how you'll get discovered. That's how someone like like you, like law clerk, will find someone. All of a sudden, you see them on social media or writing blogs, and then when they are on your platform and someone wants to hire them, and they see that all of this writing and presence online, it's an added bonus, not just to being found, but to being trusted. What do you think about that? Certainly, for any attorney, you're the creator of your destiny with the brand that you make for yourself. And we're seeing that with our freelance attorneys in the marketplace. You know, the ones that come to mind off the top of my head are some of our attorneys who are maybe second or third year attorneys. They've just completed clerkships. We have several newer attorneys in the site who were clerking for federal court judges, have now branched out or starting their own firms. And as any attorney who's done that knows, it takes a few years to get that up and running. So in the meantime, they're building the brand of themselves, of their firm. They're also doing this work in the freelance marketplace, Law Clerk, and by doing so, they're building ratings and they're showing their history of the work in in the site, which again, goes to their brand in a different way via this digital platform. So whereas before, traditional attorneys may have been really concerned about their reputation in their local community with their bar association and being involved, the attorneys of tomorrow are going to be just as concerned about their ratings in this nationwide free market platform that we call Law Clerk so that they can work and operate in that environment as well, which is going to allow them to greatly expand their brand and their business across borders that they never even knew they could enter into probably when they started law school. 
We've also been very busy and active in, in building a robust uh, presence for the law clerk brand on uh, on social media. And we also have a very active blog spot also. We've got a lot of different articles up on uh, various you know law practice management tips and uh, information on freelancing and outsourcing and how it benefits your business model, helps make your firm more profitable. There's a lot of information you can find on our, our blog spot. But we have a lot of information about law clerk and who we are and how we operate and why it makes sense for um, smaller firms and solo practitioners to use this. It's all uh, available on our website, obviously, lawclerk.legal, but also you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. You know, we're usually uh, sending out uh, new information at least once or twice a day across all those platforms. That's how we've been, also how we've been trying to build our, our brand and get more awareness of our product. So I see what Michael did there. He took our conversation from branding right into Law Clerk, which is pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) No, you guys are doing an awesome job. And we're just about out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us, not just about what Law Clerk is doing right now, but maybe is there anything on the roadmap that you have planned for the future? Any advice to lawyers out there that might want to become involved in the platform? Maybe, Kristen, we could start with you. Sure, sure. We have a lot of things coming up. We are growing here in our hometown of Las Vegas, Nevada. We've expanded to the entire state of Nevada, kind of our backyard. And we're excited to move our platform out into other states in the months ahead. And you'll be seeing us in your local areas. We also have plans to participate in the ABA Tech Show Conference in Chicago later this year. We're going to be at several state bar annual meetings in different locations, and we welcome the chance to talk one-on-one with attorneys if you're interested or small groups if you have a group and you'd like us to come in and tell you more about how this platform can help you build and profit your law practice. We're happy to, to do that, so don't be afraid to reach out. You can easily find us through our website, lawclerk.legal. Yeah, I would just add to that. We are uh, somewhat new. Uh, we started up last summer. Uh, we've been live since uh, late August, maybe early September of last year. We've been rolling out somewhat slowly in kind of a limited capacity so we can make sure that we keep a really high quality talent that we've been able to assemble and make sure that everybody we bring in is, is really top-notch and, and excellent. And, you know, we've seen the results been been kind of borne out by that. Uh, everyone we've convinced to try the site has been very, very pleased with it and has continued to come back and, and use the product over and over again. But uh, like Kristen said, we're going to be a more robust presence on the legal tech scene uh, in 2018. We'll be at various different trade shows, state bar conventions. We're going to get bigger, but we're going to do it in a way that makes sense for us and that allows us to keep our high standards of quality in place. On that note, that note being that you're going to be in tech show and I'm going to be there. How often does a podcast host get to meet his guests (laughs) just the next month? Excellent. Or six weeks out, so I'm going to be there also. And I look forward, I look forward to we, look, we look forward to meeting you in person there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll thank find you. Our booth. <laughs> I, I certainly will. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe to our podcast, and we'd love it if you also left a review for us on Apple Podcasts. In addition to Apple Podcasts, we are on Stitcher and SoundCloud, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Before you go, I want to ask you a question. Do you struggle with digital marketing and how to make it work for you and for your firm? If so, please go to lawfirmmarketinghelp.com and sign up for a free digital audit. The audit will provide you with all of the information you need to build a blueprint for your digital marketing strategy to produce the results you want. You'll find the show notes for this episode along with all of the Legal Marketing 2.0 episodes at goodtobesocial.com. Thanks for listening.